0: Boys, you must strive to find your own voice, because the longer you wait to begin, the less likely you are to find it at all. Thoreau said, most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Don't be resigned to that. Break out. Ain't nothing wrong with a life of quiet desperation. Uh, it's, I believe it was Sean Sullivan that said the unexamined life is a life that uh, gives you no trouble at all. So, I wouldn't listen to anything any fucking dead poet ever said. Uh, they're dead for a reason. We watched Dead Poet Society here in a very serious autumnal first week of November 2019 in the year of our Lord. It's two boys in a balcony. We will see you on the other side of the void. <sighs> Two boys in a balcony in a balcony a balcony Two boys in a balcony in a balcony a balcony That was a pretty dark intro bro I look I'm feeling Do You weird. not care for poetry Uh you too good for poetry you know, my favorite poetry is hip hop, and if it ain't got a beat, it ain't. What's your worth favorite it. Uh, dead hip hop poet? Tupac. <laughs> my favorite dead, uh, no Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. Uh, I uh, he was great in Gangs of New York. <laughs> no, that's that's Bill the Butcher. Bushwick Bill is a little Bill person the butcher with one was eye in I think. Hocus Pocus. Oh, boy, you're right. Hey, balcony! Welcome back. Hello, balcony. I didn't know how to respond. Everything in this movie is so serious. It's a very serious movie. Uh, and that quote uh, there's nothing funny about that. Can't. What am I gonna? I tried to do the funny one, and you told me to go fuck myself. Oh yeah, that was wrong of me to do. It was. Yeah. You know, I like. To, I'd prefer to go for the funny thing. You love to get laughs, but you were like, no, do the very serious yeah, one. Yeah, Do the very serious one. Yeah. Shit. That was. I was a gonna do the one where where he goes. uh na no no, I'm didn't... the genie. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't want me to do that. <laughs> oh, friends. Welcome back to Two Boys in a Balcony, the New England Film Podcast. My name is Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Bill McMorrow. That's me, and I'm also here. We watched today a film from 1989. No, no, no. It is is 30, 30 30 right. Anniversary. Dead poet society, baby. Who's it, your favorite dead poet? Oh, if you had geez. to, if you had to do one, if you could only pick one. Ah. You don't I don't know any, do you? Langston Hughes is he dead? He's probably a poet too. I have no idea. I have no. Who is that? He might have played trumpet. I don't. I have no idea, dude. I, poetry is a thing that is. I've never Shell Silverstein. He's my favorite. Oh, dead poet. dude, fucking yeah! With yeah. The sidewalk oh, uh, ends, baby. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the only one. Big fan, and he's even dead, that, right? Yeah, even those I don't uh, enjoy it all. Ah, uh, he's dead. Doctor Seuss. Yeah, every poet's dead. I think uh, my favorite dead poet would probably be Keats. Sure, or maybe Walt Whitman. Yeah, so- Socrates. wow. Uh, Julius Caesar. I don't Shakespeare. I liked. Uh, Van Halen, yeah, I think they're still alive, but yeah, dude's got throat cancer or something. So. Yeah, so I mean, poetry. Uh, hey, factors, thinking about yeah uh, That factors heavy into this film, and uh, not one time in uh, the thirty-six years I've been on this planet have I ever given one fuck about poetry. Never, huh? Nope. You seem like a poetic soul to me. Uh, look. I uh, You seem like you'd be big on haikus. <sighs> no, dude. Haikus are the worst of all. Aren't they? They make no sense. How come they don't little rhyme. riddles. I don't... I, look, haikus are just math with words. <sighs> that, sometimes uh, I, I have friends that are, are poets, and I, I th- think, I don't know, I have friends that have put out collections of do poems. Do you think that they're your friends, or do you think that they're poets? Uh, they're just people that I know, which is usually what I call a friend. <laughs> uh i have acquaintances yeah and some of my uh acquaintances have uh I'm always trying to get you to read that poems yeah dude no not it's but like, they dude show this to your therapist i don't need to see this they'll like put out like oh hey guys just giving you i'm self-publishing my collection of poems on amazon and i'm always just like oh, why oh why do they li- they don't listen I don't know, are they, they listening do. right now? They're going, I, oh, Here's man. the thing also. I can't think of a specific person, or I would I would put them on blast right so now. There, so there you have multiple friends that are self-publishing poems? Yeah, it's that, or this is just like a fucking plot thread from a television show that I saw. I mean, isn't, at this point, to self-publish a poem, don't you just hit post on yeah. Facebook? Yeah, I think that's really what it is. Yeah, I don't. Poetry, uh, I think the poetry business is dead, for the most part. We can only hope. I uh I think it's at this point it's just propping up the uh greeting quill cards. And ink. Quill and ink departments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't trust any poem that's not written with a feather. Yeah. They're not good. If you if you haven't oh. killed a bird. Oh I'm sorry, you used a ballpoint pen for yeah. this poem. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking dork. Idiot. Do you want to be taken seriously? Come oh, why back? don't you just write your poetry on a laptop, you piece of shit! Oh, you bought your feather from a store? You fucking savage! Better uh, you know what? If it's if you got it at uh, Hogwarts, yeah, that's in the only universal. One. Yeah, I want you to grab a uh, seagull by the throat or Spencer's gifts and rip a feather out of its butt and start writing. Dip that in some ink. Dip it in uh, seagull blood. You already got <laughs> the ink right there. Uh, you gotta go see the lighthouse if you want to talk about seagull blood. I, I mean, I feel like I could, I can talk about seagull blood anytime I want. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think fair. I have enough experience killing seagulls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two. How many seagulls have you killed, about, Bill? Well, How many do you think I need to have killed? You are gonna in love order to talk about this. Robert Egger is the lighthouse. Is it Robert Eggers, Is the witch right? Yep. He's got a new film. I saw. So you it. saw that, and you saw Parasite too, right? I, I want to see that. Oh. I keep hearing good things, and I have no idea what it's about. Don't find out. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It takes place in Korea. We can't talk about it. Kind of upset that you didn't say, "Hey, Bill, do you want to go see the lighthouse and uh, Parasite with me?" Yeah. Well. I, just uh, as a common courtesy since we do have a movie podcast. Boy oh boy, Dead do. Poet Society. <laughs> All right. Just breeze over that. <laughs> so uh, you've never seen this movie before. No, this is my first time watching this. Uh I don't know how uh, You seem glum. You seem like it affected you negatively. Uh well Did you go to a boarding school? I did not go to a boarding school. I uh Would you like to? Because I think no, I can get you into a couple never. places. I have always had um would you like me to write you a letter of recommendation? No. What is that gonna do? I'm, I'm thirty-six into... years old. I'm not going to a Well, I'm not gonna go to what am I gonna go to not Andover full time. I, what am I gonna go to Andover, Pretoria? I could probably Pretory Pretory yeah, Predatory. Predatory. Yeah, no, you can't come to our predator. You're a predator. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not. You need to go to Predatory Academy, which is jail. <laughs> uh no. No, I do not need a letter of recommendation. All right, I'm just saying if you feel that prep school in the 50s, if you feel that me writing you a letter would give you a better chance of getting into a preparatory school, I mean, I'd be happy to do it. I'm not in the market for a prep school, so you know, maybe your son would like to go to one of these schools at some point. I'll, I, you know what, you're not going to be able to write a letter. No, that's true. Where did you put the stamp? I don't know. I don't know it's a, you typically you'd put it on the outside of the envelope is the forever stamp enough i think forever stamps are good forever yeah but if i write two pages do i have to put two stamps i don't know how this works it's a, it's confused. you know what just use uh just email it which you know what you know what i need go to stamps.com use offer code balcony and you'll get a uh, hundred. You'll, you'll get nothing. You'll get a cease and desist letter. probably. No, you'll get like 600, 650 dollars worth of free stamps. That's guaranteed. I don't think I, you're uh, allowed to say that. <laughs> just to be okay, safe. Okay. Okay. Oh, just parody to be law. Safe. I think I'm protected. <laughs> oh, by the way, forever stamps are no longer any good. Yeah. Boom. Also, There's your parody. And the post office has been uh, defunded while we we're recording. And let's be honest, it's about time. We don't need it. Email it's shit. It's about time. Email, phone call, send who a text. Who goes anywhere? To, who? I haven't looked at my mailbox in like three weeks. Yeah. If you are, if you're, the mailman literally just drops shit in my driveway at this point. Yeah. Nothing fits. I can't carry this around all the time, Bill. Um. And I say, hey, I'm Mister McMorro to you. Don't use my first name. We're not that close. No, no, no. Uh, It's formal for a reason, sir. Use my salutation. Mr. McMorrow. Thank you and good day. Thank you. Now get off my property. And good day. Dead Poet Society. I love a dead poet. And you love a society. I do. I love a high society. We live in one. 1989. Uh, we're on the 30th anniversary of this. I'm glad that we, we switched some things around. We weren't going we to do this one until next year like a bunch we were gonna of... We're going to go back on the fucking ocean like Like idiots. a bunch of idiots. And we're going to skip the 30th anniversary of Dead Poets it's Society. Insane. We already missed the 40th anniversary of Jaws. No, we can't, no, 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 no. I can't have this on my conscience. We love anniversaries. And we love poets. And societies and death. And death. Big fans of death. Uh, Dead poet Society, directed by the great Peter Weir. Who's that? The <laughs> yeah. uh, Australian director, he directs... Uh, oh, Mad Max. Beyond Thunderdome. No, that's George Miller. No, no nope. different guy. What's the other Mad Max? The, uh, uh, they're all George Miller. Before Thunderdome. It goes... It goes uh, Mad Max: The Road Warrior, Mad Max: Beyond Thunderdome. Was it Matt? It wasn't it just The Road Warrior? Oh, it's the, you're right. It's The Road Warrior, then Mad Max, then Mad Max: Beyond Thunderdome, then Mad Max: Fury Road. Love the Mad Max films. They're great. They're yeah, all, they're I all, agree. They're I all, agree. all directed by George Miller. He did they're not fun direct movies. This film. Uh, about horrific times yeah and just about how hey water's precious yeah and also you know milk bags and stuff like that yeah boys and also you know hey don't forget to do an oil change on your car you gotta do an oil change on your car it's like it's blood it's like it's life's blood and also if you have a bunch of orphan boys you can live in the hall of an airplane and tina turner will sing and also, if you have a midget, put them on your back. Is Tina Turner still with us? You can call him Master Blaster, I believe. Yeah, I always think she's not, but I no, think, I think she she's might still be. here. Yeah, did she, she just... just? Did she just give up? Did she still <laughs> tour? Did she just give up? Yeah, she's still doing. Yeah, things. dude. It, it turns out it never happened for her. She just fucking finally. Hung <laughs> no, up. I don't mean. <laughs> Obviously, she was one of the biggest. No, yeah, she just uh, said one of the I, biggest stars you know, is... in the world at one point, but uh, she doesn't. This ain't gonna happen. Uh, you must understand with the touch of your hand Opposites attract Oh, I don't like it's this It's physical, only logical You must try to ignore That it means more than that Whoa, what's love got to do? Got to do with it Pretty spot on Tina Turner, you just did this, Sean That was you, Bill I'm yeah. about to do an Ike Turner I, uh... <laughs> Oh, you did not <laughs> I will not eat the cake. <laughs> That's naughty. Peter Weir, he uh, uh, he directs Picnic at uh, Hanging Rock. Uh, what is a, that? Is that a western? It's an Australian western. Uh, Witness. Do they call it westerns there? Wouldn't it be easterns? I don't know what they call they it. They east of us. They call it uh, kangaroo huts. Uh, that, that sounds like we should probably cut that out. I'm Not that cutting sounds... that out. Fuck Australia. I um. Look, all of our listeners come from New York and Massachusetts, and we have one I guy think, in Maryland and one guy in Utah. I'm cool with AC/DC. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. and, and uh, Mad Max, you said. Yep, You're a fan. Heath Ledger. Nicole Kidman. Are you just being respectful? Would Hugh, Hugh you Jackman. I'm just naming all the things about Australia. Boomerangs, the OPEC Steakhouse. Would you consider Heath Ledger a dead poet? No, I, uh to my knowledge never wrote a poem, so no. He did the Joker thing, right? Yeah, what? Didn't it? doesn't he do uh wasn't he didn't he play the Joker at one point? Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you know what a poet is? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Okay. When you watch the Academy Awards, I don't watch the Academy Awards. Well, this, this is where we're getting lost. I just like to read about the nominations. I don't care who wins. I just do want to think, know who's nominated. Yeah, actor and poet are two different words. You know that, right? Not always, all the time. Uh, you could be a poet and be an actor. Yeah, you sure. You can also be a. Uh, you could be. It's like amb being ambidextrous. Yeah, I don't know if I use my right hand to poet. Okay. And I use my left hand to act. Huh. And never the two shall meet. No. Nope. What do you think poetry is? Uh, not anything that you have described thus far. Poetry is a bunch. Knock of... knock. That's a that no. That's a joke. I would understand why you don't know what those are either. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, accurate. I think poetry is uh, when you want to express your feelings but you also want no one... Don't have a musical instrument. Yeah, and you want no one to be able to uh, comprehend them without having to work hard at it. That is poetry. When you're like I'm going to write so that you know that I'm smarter than you and uh, I'm trying to sound deep. I, don't, I just don't like poetry. and uh, I do not like green eggs and ham. Uh, Dr. Seuss, uh, another uh, great dead poet. Uh, Peter Weir, he directs Witness. Uh, with, oh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Is that the Amish movie? That is the Amish movie. And he directs The Truman Show uh, with Jim Carrey. Great film. And Master Commander, uh, The Far Side of the... That's Russell Crowe, right? That's Russell Crowe. I think I shut that off. Yeah. <laughs> was sure. a bad movie, right? I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just um uh long winded. Uh boring, yeah, probably. That's what I meant. Isn't boring. that what long winded means? Uh, I'm using poetic license. Oh wow. Nice. Uh anyway, this film, I'm also unlicensed to do that, so uh, technically I wasn't using a license. This film is to Poet Society. Uh, not a, not you don't, don't seem enthused. I just I mean, there's not a lot it seemed like a very smooth production. uh it had a budget of six uh sixteen million dollars and it made uh looks here uh, two hundred and thirty five million dollars. so and that is that just theatrical it, release? I don't know this off the Wikipedia page. Wow it did okay. yeah, it did very well. Did okay. Would you say it was sixteen million? Sixteen million nominated for best uh, picture of the Academy Awards. What Rob- did lose to? Uh, I, I can tell you that right now. Robin Williams gets nominated for best actor. He loses. Wins the uh, best original eighty nine. What was that? Big right? Is <laughs> that big? Uh, did big come on Parenthood? With- no, Parenthood? No, Parenthood. Neither of those movies early. were nominated for Academy Awards to I think my Parenthood knowledge. Parenthood was probably eighty. 80- seven or 88 uh here are the five uh nominees uh driving miss daisy that great wins. movie. great driving movie. miss daisy wins born on the fourth of july great movie uh, a, i don't know if i've ever seen it yeah oliver stone tom cruise Yeah, i know what it is it's uh, the Ron kovac story right yeah well i don't know about that but probably uh it's good i've seen it i liked it or maybe i didn't see it is that the one when he's in a wheelchair, or is that the Forrest Gump movie? <laughs> uh, no, you're thinking what? Uh, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, that's not Tom Cruise. You know that, right? No, I know that, but am I am. No, I think he's in a wheelchair. In he is in Born a wheelchair, right? Dead Poet Society. feel the dreams. feel the dreams is a great movie. And My Left Foot. Driving Miss Daisy oh, wins. Oh, uh, those they uh Daniel Day Lewis cerebral palsy. Is yep. that what that? Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis wins Best Actor. He beats uh, Robbie. I Will. mean, let's be honest. He is the best actor. Yeah. No, without a qu- no question. Yeah. Uh, he beats Kenneth Branagh for Henry V, Tom Cruise for Born on the Fourth of July, Morgan Freeman for Miss Daisy. Uh best supporting actor. Nobody from uh, Dead Poets Society gets a nomination. Denzel Washington wins for Glory. That makes sense. I Glory is a good movie. Uh he's not the lead. We can do though. that. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. The Massachusetts 54th Regiment. Um, I would think he was the lead, but he wins for Best Supporting. No. Matthew Broderick, uh, The Murderer. Oh, yeah. So we could talk about that. Uh, and then Dead Poets Society wins for Best Screenplay. Uh, Roger Ebert, not he was not high on this film. I've always been under the impression that Roger Ebert uh, did not care for poetry. He doesn't like poetry. No. He also thinks that uh, this movie should not have been... This, he he called this uh, the worst... Uh, that it was nominated for Best Picture the worst nomination of the year. And uh, a lot of people think that this movie should have been replaced by Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing picked up... Do the up, Right Thing was great. Picked up no nominations as far as I know. Yeah, that's uh, that's just pure racism. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Morgan Freeman was nominated for Best Actor in this just because of Robin Williams. Oh, what? No, I'm sorry. And, uh, you just, just said he was nominated for Morgan Driving Miss Daisy. Was, Yes. No, But uh, I don't think... Uh, Do the Right Thing gets a screenplay nomination, but it doesn't it get Best Picture and it probably should have Oh, it wasn't nominated. nominated. It wasn't even nominated. Right. Uh, for a screenplay, not for a picture. All right. But that's. I, I think that the movie that they think should have got knocked out, everybody, uh, Roger Ebert at least says, is uh, do the right thing. Very progressive. When, when was the... Roger Ebert. Still had a jaw everything. When was the first uh, African-American that won a a an Oscar? Academy Award? Yes. Uh, I think... I mean, Sidney Poitier never won, right? I think he did. Didn't he? Did he? he, he? For... Uh... I feel like uh, the Academy has uh, really been a piece of shit. <laughs> been, I mean, look... I mean, obviously we're not gonna get invited now because of what I just said uh first academy award win I feel like uh what was sidney portier the f- i I thought he must have won something but uh I'm looking this up Hattie mcDaniel for nineteen forty for uh 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 gone with the wind, she wins. Let's see. But she didn't win best that was supporting, right? Best supporting. Uh Sydney Portier wins for Lilies of the Field. Uh he wins best actor. Uh, but then it goes it's uh it's a while. Not a lot if you look at the list. It's actually not till Denzel Washington again in Training Day. He's the second. Um and Halle Berry wins for Monster's Ball, I think uh Morgan Freeman was so good in driving Miss Daisy I've never seen driving Miss Daisy um uh, you don't you do you watch movies at all I mean look dude I 36 years have been a lot of movies I'm gonna miss a couple yeah but you I mean
1: <laughs> it seems have like you've you seen all most, the movies you didn't see I've th- seen a lot of movies all right
0: you've seen driving Miss Daisy yeah I've seen driving I think I saw driving Miss Daisy in the theater Well, I'm glad that we got all this discussion of uh, uh, African-American performances in film and... uh I think it's an important discussion to have, yeah, uh, particularly on this movie that stars not one, not white person. Yeah, it's a very, it's it's a very uh, uh, elitist. I would say this movie is white as fuck. Yeah, it's probably one of the whitest movies I've ever made. I think uh, from an early age, I recognized that people that go to prep schools are pieces of shit, dick bags, and that's why I never watched this movie because I was there's a like... fucking kid in this named Knox Overstreet, Ugh, brother. Uh, and that yeah. is an anagram for Brock Turner. <laughs> okay, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe the the stand- it gets very Brock Turnery. The girls asleep on the couch. Yeah, let's. All right, let's. All right, let's, sorry, we'll get right. there, buddy. I, I got, get excited to talk, but I forget I that you a, drive. I got a lot to say about that particular boy and all his right. actions in this film. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, we open, baby, in a weird culty. Opening to a school year, everybody's in robes and they're reciting shit. Yeah, uh, it's 1959. We're at the fictional Welton Academy in Vermont. Is it? It's in Vermont where yeah. this is set. It yeah, feels it takes like, place in Vermont. It feels like Massachusetts. It does feel like Massachusetts. Uh, um, I've done shows at uh, Phillips Andover Academy and and Exeter Academy up in New Hampshire, and they are uh, weird places, man. Yeah, any place where uh, young. Children live in dorms? Yeah, it's creepy. It's not good. I don't like doing those shows. I don't like uh, the people that go there. I don't like the families that they come from. Uh, yeah, it's just bad news. It's just bad news. You shouldn't have that. It's weird. It seems just like a you, just, like, you don't want... Uh, Why well, have kids? Yeah, if you're not going to raise them. If yeah. you're just going to pay money to send them to a boarding school. Uh, this place is built on the four uh They've, it's built on an ancient indian burial ground i'm oh, sure oh man would have been a more exciting film uh there isn't i indi- mean there is an indian cave there's right? an indian cave whatever the fuck that means it means that there's a burial ground close oh, okay. by okay well probably in the cave look a pet cemetery really would have factored into this movie big in a, <laughs> the third act oh uh tradition honor discipline excellence these are the four things that uh This fucking place is built upon. Uh, We start meeting these kids. They're like smoking. Are they blowing a bone or are they smoking butts in this dorm room? I think they're only smoking cigarettes. I don't think they smoke weed at any point. But they are passing the cigarette around as though it were a joint. That's why I couldn't tell. No, I don't think they're getting high because they never act high. I don't know about that. Other than their interest in poetry. There is a, a drinking scene at one point. Um... They all move in. We meet Ethan Hawke. He's like our, is he Is he the main Todd character? Todd Anderson, right? Todd Anderson. Uh, he, I mean, I think the main character would be Neil, uh, right? Neil, yeah. And uh, Neil Ron Perry. Williams. Is that his name? Uh, Neil Perry, played by uh, the great Robert Sean Leonard. Uh, I think an underrated actor, underused actor. Man, he's so good in the uh, Shakespeare scenes. Yeah, he's he's good. I saw him uh, in uh, Long Day's Journey Into Night in New York. And is he is he mainly a stage actor? He does a lot of stage acting. He was on, he was on that show House MD with um right. Hugh Laurie. I never uh, watched that. Uh, neither did I. But he was in this play. It was him, Vanessa Redgrave, Brian Dennehy, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I, I love Brian Dennehy. I went and saw it with my wife, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. She fell asleep. Um, what what other movies has he, that kid been in? Robert Sean Leonard, not many, man. Um, none that even stuck out that I can remember. Because I, I went man. through all the IMDb's of all the boys. Yeah. And a lot of them quit acting real fast. Yeah, I went through a couple of them. I mean, I know, obviously, Ethan Hawke. Uh, Ethan Hawke, this is his third film. Knox Overstreet, was he that kid in, like, St. Elsewhere's? He's Josh Charles. He was on Sports Night. Oh, that I think that's and what. he was on the Good Wife, and he was in the. Did you watch the Netflix Wet Hot American Summer TV yes. show? Yes, he's the he's at the camp across the lake. Oh, all right, yeah, he's on that one of the rich kids. Yeah, hey, fits in right. Preparatory, school. Uh, but he's on. He was on the Good Wife, and I've never seen that show, but people love it. Who is is that? Uh, Mar Flynn Boyle and uh, Christine Baransky. It's on CBS, which I've never watched a single so you, show on. So you need, like, CBS Hall access or something? Yeah, I mean, or you just have to be, like, an old person that watches television that Yeah, way. I don't think I've ever watched anything on CBS. No, I just assume if it's on CBS, other than How I Met Your Mother, that's the only show I ever watched that was on there. If it's on CBS, it's not for me. Nah, dude. I don't need to know about that. And they, keep te- they, ke- they always brag that they're the number one network, and I'm like, I've never watched anything on you guys. I, yeah, and you're a Nielsen family right we are the nelson family oh shit i think yeah, it's mcmorrow one no uh it's mcmorrow hyphen nelson oh damn i didn't know that wow congrats yeah. dude i it's didn't know it's pretty I saw... good i wow. don't like to brag about it wow because then everybody's like oh let me come over and watch my favorite programs uh no this... no <laughs> you can't no i would take this responsibility I'm not gonna let you fuck up my algorithm seriously uh, they they explain- all of a sudden there's fucking another sixteen fucking seasons of Two Broke Girls. Yeah, dude, we can't have that shit. What the fuck? We can't be having that. What's that show? Mom? CBS? CBS really is. Oh, the- is that the Anna Faris? I think so. With Allison Janney. Yeah, I've never seen it. But- dude, I've never seen anything on that channel. Is that CBS? Yeah, everybody. How are they still in business? It's got to be a money laundering. Because old front, people right? love that shit. Probably, it's probably an Iran Contra deal. No, dude. It's the Big Bang Theory is the most popular comedy in the last 25 years. Insane. Sorry, dude. I don't know what to tell you. How can that be the biggest comedy in the last 25 years and there's still so much science denial? Among these boomers that love CBS You, that's a Bill, honestly, actually I might need you to write me that letter To get into the prep academy Because I need to go back to school and write my thesis About the science denying claims Of the core audience of the Big Bang Theory You should Why are we fucking dealing with climate change deniers When fucking Shelton uh, I, I, I get it, I get it You've worked up if we only had a dead poet that could put your thoughts down on paper, he wouldn't he wouldn't understand me. Uh we meet Ethan Hawke is kind of our surrogate guy, right? He's our he's like our audience guy. Dude, Ethan Hawke does nothing in this movie. Uh, uh I wouldn't say nothing. He uh oh, uh they uh they explain that the old English teacher moved out and there's a new guy named John Keating played by Robin Williams taken over. And that's our Introducing to Rob Williams. In a serious role. Yeah, I just made a face. I apologize. Did. But, uh did. Uh, uh, I Hawk. mean, it was pretty close to your regular face, but... Yeah, Ethan Todd Anderson, Ethan Hawke, he's living with Neil Perry, played by Robert Sean Leonard. Uh, uh, Neil Perry, uh, this kid is so good in this movie. He's he the, is. He is the best part. He's, uh, yeah, um, absolutely. He's the... He's all upset because his dad made him drop the school annual red foreman. Yeah. Good. The great Kurt, Kurt Wood Smith. Smith, right? Uh, man, he was such into, an asshole in this. So good and to die for. He's great in this. Um, he makes the kid drop the school annual cause he, uh, and then, uh, when he goes like, what? He, then he takes him outside and he just fucking rips He's his real, son a new asshole. Real dick bag. Holy shit. All the guys It'd be though like this Kurtwood. They all have overbearing parents. It seems like a shitty life. I mean that is yeah. It's ah, man. They're all rich already. Just That's fucking why be rich. rich. But... That's why I was glad that I didn't grow up rich. Yeah. For sure. Sh- yeah. For sure. I was like, oh, if my mother was still alive, my life would suck. I'd yeah. Probably... I'd be a fucking millionaire. And, yeah. yeah. The... No way, bro. Uh, they I mean, do- dad. They do like a montage of like the science class and the Latin. This school sucks. It's so stuffy, and they're obsessed with these study groups where they have to. It's fucking dude. I've never Catholic school, dude. You gotta go to church and shit. They study all the time. They're like, you come in a study group, you come in a. They study. I never studied once in my fucking life. I never studied with a group of people. Is that because of the no friends thing? Yeah, that might factor into it. Yeah. Now that you say it out loud, it really seems silly. (laughs) Damn it, man, fuck. Sometimes it'd be nice if you could just take back your thoughts. Uh, Then they go to Robin Williams' class. And I don't know if you know this, Bill. He's a little bit different. He teaches off the beaten path. Yeah, he's not cut from the same cloth. He certainly is not. Uh, This guy's coming into uh, Welton Academy, and he's shaking things up. He walks in out of his little office in the front of the classroom, and he walks right Wh- up the whistling back. Whistling the whole way. And they're like, what? Which- What? Which is quite a feat to be able to- Walk and whistle, whistle. at the same no, time? No, no. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> that's obviously- tough That's tough Obviously, that's pretty impressive. But to be able to walk through a room of people you're just meeting and be able to whistle perfectly? Oof. No Dude, nerves. I've always thought that the hottest part of being in Guns N' Roses would be whistling. Yeah. <laughs> In front of 50,000 people Yeah well luckily they got that one guy That does the whistling right Well it's the singer Oh, Axel does Axel it. whistles and he sings I'll be honest with you I prefer the whistling to the singing Well that's where we part ways Yeah well Hey it takes all types Look at the young man crying It's hot What if you fuck up that whistle What if you get caught Lip syncing the whistle isn't that what happened with Milli Vanilli? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They actually were whistling. Uh... Hey, let me ask you this about Milli Vanilli. Hey, go ahead. They I'll allow it. They won uh, quite a few Grammys. Did they? Yeah, they did. Okay. And then uh, it turns out that they were lip syncing. Sure. And they took the Grammys away from them. Yep. Uh, why didn't uh, Grammys go to the people that actually recorded the music? Fair enough. Uh, 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 Academy of Motion Musics. Yeah, I'm hey, waiting yeah. for your reply. Let's go, Motion Musics Academy. Send us up at balconyboys at gmail.com and Balcony, let us know the answer. Balcony Boys Show at gmail.com. Balcony, or do it. Send it to the other one, and maybe they'll forward it to us. Right. Whoever owns that one. Yeah, I don't know if they will. I don't I think, think anybody somebody does. has that. We probably should have grabbed that one too. Damn well, it! We're well, so why, why don't you do that? We're so fucking stupid. And then eventually, maybe we'll get an email. Anyway, Robin Williams uh, takes the class out to the foyer. I love this scene, though. And uh, he goes, you can call me Mr. Keating. He says, "Cop diem, motherfuckers. Or if you're more daring, you can call me my captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. And they're staring in the foyer, and they're looking at the, all the photos of all the, the old classes. And he goes, uh, they're all dead they're all fertilizing daffodils they're all food for the worms so uh carpe diem sees the day gather your rosebuds while you may and uh and they're just looking at this trophy of dead students and uh and let's be honest a couple of them they can't all be dead no no some of them are certainly some of them very, are very very old there, i think yeah but then as they're all like looking at it and he's like, just he goes, just keep looking at them. And then he says in like a weird zombie voice, seize the day, seize the day. But he's really selling the point that, hey, we're all going to die.
1: Grand- gotta- hey,
0: look, not a bad lesson. These kids certainly have never seen anything like this. Well, they don't have to. They're rich. Yeah. But they're also like, whoa, we can seize the day. OK. All right. We can- This whole movie is about. Conforming, conformity versus free thinking, and in uh, so much as they explicitly say that a number of times, uh, too many times probably. Yeah, like, um, if if you weren't uh, clear what this movie is about, they will absolutely tell you. Um, it's about poetry. Uh, so and they dead people. They have all this. Uh, knocks over Street. Has Such a fucked up name. such it's, it's a rough what name. What is Knoxhaw for? Knoxville? Uh, I think it might just Knoxbury? be... Knoxbury? it gotta just be Knox. Yeah, probably Knox. Knoxburg? Uh, dude, I don't know. Noxious? Obnoxious. I... Uh, he's going to uh, dinner with some rich alums, the Danberries. And so when he goes Which to... Which seems like a weird... What are you going to dinner for? I don't... Because they're friends with his family... So he's got to have, like, an old professor drive him over to this house for dinner. So he doesn't get diddled, probably. Or so the professor can do the... I don't... Dude, I don't... It didn't make any... They don't explain it. I wish they had. But anyway, the person that opens the... Answers the door is the Danbury's son's girlfriend, Chris. Which seems weird. Somebody who lives there should open the door. Yeah, certainly not your responsibility, lady. You should not be opening the door. Is is there no butler? Yeah, please. These people There's are. There's no servant. Oh, my God. Poor as fuck. Maybe she is a servant, and she's just like also fucking the son. It's nice to have a side gig. I mean she was in the gig economy? Immediately, he is in love with this girl that opened the door for him. Yeah, which is like Knox. Calm the fuck down, But dude. it's also like, hey, it's okay to have a crush. Uh, but then, uh, this is beyond a crush though. Yo, yeah, we've quickly learned. Uh, he is completely head over heels in love with this girl. Uh, and as his friends let him know, she's practically engaged to Chet Danbury, who goes to the public school in town and is the quarterback or football guy or something. Um, they go back to English class. Uh, we have this, uh, this scene was kind of fun about, uh, The reading the introduction to the poetry book and how you score poems on an X, Y axis. and this is the rip the page out. And they rip the entire introduction out of the book, and uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, it's cathartic. I know, but I also like to just, I like to score things, so this would have been a useful tool to have when you're looking at some poems. You probably go back through it and just watch it again, and then... Shut it off before they rip the page out. Yeah, it's just like ah, no, it was great until they uh, all of a sudden they disrupted the curriculum. I'm a real stick, <laughs> you know what I mean. This movie, uh, yeah, Deadpool Society was going pretty good until Robin Williams had to open his big mouth, and then this thing took a turn. Are you gonna grade us on a curve? Uh, they he calls it excrement. He rips all the stuff and he. That means uh shit it does certainly does and they rip all the pages out of the books and uh another teacher comes in and is like what's going on and he's like it's my idea well, he I'm didn't her. know that he was he was in the uh, office he was going to the office a trash, the trash barrel. barrel and then he comes back in and which seems like hey like, have a trash barrel in the room it's i think it's the latin teacher and he's just like you guys is crazy Well, he doesn't say that he said oh this cheating i didn't realize this class you crazy for this one. You crazy class. for this one, Keating. Uh he said, Oh, I didn't realize you were here, Mr. Keaton. I thought there was some tomfoolery. Or it, s- some talks guff. In I thought more, these kids were causing guff. More sees the day riddly bullshit. It's a very riddly bullshit uh place. Except for it isn't at all. Uh, because the next conversation they have is uh The headmaster versus Robin Williams uh, concerned about. No, it's uh, the Latin teacher about uh, whether you should have free thinkers at 17. Uh, Let's let's talk about if he's a cynic or a realist. And then they quote poems to each other. No. And then they find Keating's yearbook. And they discover that he was called the Thigh Man. The kids do. The kids find the yearbook. They find his annual. And he's listed as the Thigh Man. It was in the library, right? Yeah, just right there on the shelf. Yeah, just there for anybody to peruse. Uh, and then he was part of a thing called the Dead Poet Society. And they're like, what, what what? And they're like, Mr. Keating, tell us all about your Dead Poet Society. What's that? Uh, and then he does. He tells them all about he goes, Oh, I don't think the administration would like this too much. And but oh my God, dude. These kids are the fucking They're all such fucking dorks. Yeah. I uh, it seems like they'd be drinking more. You would hope. You would I mean, that's what we would have done in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean What well, is this? The fifties? Nineteen fifty nine. The summer of love, man, that really changed everything. That just get I mean, how many of these kids do you think died in Vietnam? Ooh. Eventually, what no, no, in No, no, they're all rich, dude. They're all rich. No, it doesn't matter. Yes, it yes, it, it doesn't did. Ma- it not, not all ever, rich. That was the whole thing about fucking Vietnam, Bill. Is that you could you could you, if you were rich you could pay a doctor to give you the fucking uh, I like got heel Fake spurs, foot thing, right? Right. Yeah, that's why Donald Trump didn't have to do anything. Do you think that uh, Chet died in Vietnam? In he was public school, right? Who's Chet? Which He's one's the he? boyfriend, the uh, football star. That- oh. Certainly, yeah, 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 absolutely. For Knox, uh, Knox over street, what a fucking dumb name, dude. Yeah, or he died in like a, a drunk driving accident, driving around with like fifteen guys hanging out of a car, like the fucking Riverdale. Remember gang. the Titans. Yes. Have you ever seen Remember the Titans? No, I've never heard of it. Uh, hey, the Dead Poet Society. It turns out Robin Williams explains this is the this is the thing that. Uh, The administration would not wanna would not want to happen. Yeah. Kids reading poetry. They go to a cave and they read poems. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? And they would let the they would let the words drip from their tongues. Fucking kidding me. I mean, did you guys like fuck in the cave or something? Nope. And he was like, women swooned. <laughs> we would. Not one time. We would bring snacks to the cave. What are you fucking talking about? The Dead Poet Society is literally just a bunch of kids in a cave reading poems in the dark. To each other. Jesus Christ, dude. It was a different time, Sean. Oh it was before cable God. television. I So that's the thing. I didn't know that. That cable television had a uh, yeah, I just assumed had it a born been date. There. It always been there, never betrayed us. I didn't know. I knew this movie was called Deadpool Society. I knew about the my captain, old captain thing, but I didn't realize they literally go to a cave and have a secret society. The fucking scene where they, I, I think it's the next thing. Okay, so yeah, when they all go out in so their cloaks, Ethan, Ethan Hawke is the only one that doesn't want to go. Probably because it sucks. It just sounds stupid. Yeah. But it turns out he just doesn't like to read aloud for no reason. He doesn't have a stutter or anything like that. He just doesn't like to do it. Um, do you think maybe his eyes are bad? You think, yeah, well, maybe you think his parents just didn't give him glasses or something? Yeah. Maybe. But he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to read aloud. And then Robert Sean Leonard's like, haha, I got the solution. You won't have to. And he fucking goes. And they all put on it their. It seems like you'd, he would then come up with another excuse. Like oh and also I hate caves. Yeah, I'm allergic dude. to caves. I get the dampness. There's bat guano in there? No, thank you. So seven of these uh, guys, they uh, they sneak off into a cave. This scene of them going to the cave is absolutely idiotic. Yeah, I was like, it wh- looks like the fucking X Files. Yeah, where it's, did they all get the cloaks? They all have cloaks. Where did that come from? They all have the hoods up like that's going to protect them from like yeah. any fucking it's, it's guard like... dogs they throw down the milk bones for the fucking actual guard dog and then they're running through the woods with the hoods on and then the lights from the school are all blue it looks like fucking alien shit yeah if a little et had popped out at this point i would have been like oh this movie's fucking it's wild like, Are you guys from hogwarts what's going on it really it looks exactly like that shit yeah uh, a bunch of fucking Death Eaters come running out of the fucking woods. They don't woods. even got like uh, Hermione hanging out. But it, i mean, if like a UFO like abducted Ethan Hawke at this point in the movie, I would be like. I get why this movie. It's is like fucking if around. If the fucking if it's like if Harry Potter was just all Weasley brothers. You do. That's a good Harry Potter reference. That's a fucking deep cut. I'm also thinking Harry Potter mostly is all Weasley brothers. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them. There's a lot. We're reading. uh Goblet of fire right now, and uh, still, uh, t- too many Weasleys. Yeah, there's a lot of Weasleys. But there's also girls, there's like Ginny Weasley. That's true. Just the But one. I'm saying if it was strictly the tall, lanky Weasley brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred and George. In cloaks. Uh, they get, and cloaks. get Knox Weasley. They get to the cave for their fucking <sighs> secret society meeting, and they... Lay out a picnic blanket, and then they all start pulling food out of their pockets because they all snuck food in. You could do all this shit in your dorm room, by the way. Seriously, and use the lights. And you you wouldn't get caught. And if somebody did come by and go, like, hey, what's going on here? You'd be like, we're just reading poetry. We're reading poems. All right. All right. Lights out in 20 minutes, but other than that. Have, Have fun, nerds. Wait, are you guys smoking cigarettes in here? No. Nope. That's not cool. Uh, that's not gonna fly. Open a window, please. Uh, Actually in the fifties it probably would fly, right? I don't know. They were medicinal back then. Um Perry tells uh <sighs> They start reading, like, scary stories out of the dark. Yeah, that's dude, that's not a poem. Not a poem. Perry's telling a story about a, an old lady who's putting a jigsaw puzzle together that's her, and there's a murderer in the room with the her. The last four pieces. She's, yeah. All Yikes, right, Perry. dude. All right, Perry. Do the Nantucket poem again. Uh, then one guy... So then they start reading out of the book, and they're reading poems. One guy starts rapping, and then they all dance home. Yeah, like, literally just chanting the same line over and over again. Uh, we go back to Keating's class. This is the absolute worst part of the movie. Um, is this the abortion? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was watching the director's cut. Uh, no, this is the scene where Robin Williams is explaining Shakespeare to the guys. And how you can read Shakespeare like... Uh, oh, he does the voice To be or not yeah. to be. And then he does his hey, fucking... Bill Grimm. Oh my God. I love Robin Williams. I think he's one of the most talented people that ever lived. I was I was sad when he died. I I'm still sad that he's dead. I think there is like a tiny bit too much of fucking wacky genie Robin Williams in this movie. Yeah, where uh, uh, the guy, sh- the director should have been like, okay, let's try it this time. Without like your fucking stand-up routine impressions of Marlon Brando and John Wayne, yeah, it just like it leads me to wonder what me they out of the cut movie. out. <laughs> so much, right? <laughs> he just starts doing, <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. The fucking un- they must have filmed seventeen thousand hours of yeah, footage. I'm sure, it was. Just, I'm like, sure at one point it took his shirt off. All right, and they finally get to like take 900 and he's so exhausted he can only do marlon brando and john wayne just doing bumps of coke but it's just like he's been excellent thus far in the film because he's it's not the robin williams you're used to he's very reserved and then all of a sudden he comes out with this fucking marlon brando and john the john wayne is the one that well i am hamlet pilgrim and it's just like fuck dude i can't wait to talk about him in goodwill hunting off man goodwill hunting he is uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's perfection because he doesn't it's do inc- any of this shit. Incredibly, is he's so good. In that. He doesn't do any of the Robin Williams trickery stuff yeah. that we all we, and we all love it. It just it sticks out like a sore thumb in this movie because everything else is so. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Subdued. Yeah, it's just played straight. Um, but then he does this. Then they do the you stand on the teacher's desk to see things differently thing. That's pretty fun. Uh, and they're all. I just, love how I love how even like the people who aren't part of the set, like just the extras that they're like, yeah, all they're right, like, all right, cool, All right, now have him stand on the desk. Uh, also, at no point does anybody learn anything about poetry from this guy. No. Everything is well, about just how, how to look at the how world. To rip pages out of the thing, which is you know, look, it's if the, you're writing poems in a loose leaf, loose leaf binder, that's good learning. Uh, he's definitely the teacher all of these kids need. Um. I mean, compared to all the other teachers, dude. But they're all, they're all, uh, they're all like fucking inspired by this guy. Neil's going to audition for a play and he's not going to tell his dad that he's doing it. He's always wanted to be in a play. Dangerous. What, a, dude, you are a fucking rebel. Neil, you're going to go. Todd Anderson is like, whoa, wait a minute. You're going to write a letter pretending to be your dad? <laughs> no, no, you can't whoa, do that. Bro. <sighs> all right, man. I, Wound up learning to forge my father's signature so good that it is actually my signature at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got in trouble for that in Boy Scouts one time. Yeah, I used to do it with tracing paper, and I copied it so well it's literally my signature. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a great way to forge. So if you need me, if you do need that preparatory letter, yeah, yeah I, I have a. I need a. I have a permission slip. I need signed. All right. Uh, Ethan Hawke He's very reserved still for I don't know His brother used to go to the school It was the uh, Summa cum loudly What do you call the Valedictorian no, The other one Yeah uh, Salutatorian Salutatorian uh, Which uh, seems like Just have a valedictorian, dude Yeah, Knox Overstreet Is still going after this cheerleader He calls her on the phone And hangs up And this guy just can't Dude, he just loves her but this is all because of Robin Williams. He's just super inspired. He's like, you know, see, carpe diem. I'm going to get that girl. Yeah, which is, you know what? No. Uh, they go to, uh, they go outside. Robin Williams is also, I guess, the gym teacher because. Yeah, that's, that's. uh, it's my hey, Look, it's my favorite game. I love it. My favorite childhood game was read a line of read- poetry and then <laughs> kick a ball. Poetry ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, read your a uh, scrap of paper and then kick the ball. Did they already do the scene where they uh, do the walking in the courtyard? No, not yet. Right. Yeah, it's it seems weird that uh, that he's out there doing that. Uh, they read, uh, yeah, dude, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what you're learning from that. Read this paper. Either, kick a ball. Either just read poems or just fucking kick a ball. play a game. Yeah, one or the other, man. We don't have to do both. Do you think he's trying to get all his work done so he can leave early? Uh, maybe got a long weekend plan so two, we're going to do gym and pom Two Birds One Stone Uh hey Neil gets the part in the play that's this is when he forges the good permission for slip Yeah good for you I mean also fucking how fucking whack is the fucking community theater scene in Vermont that this kid's never acted before in his life he comes in and he's pucking in a mid-summer night stream he gets the main Yeah l- but it's like they don't I don't even think they do a play he was like what do you mean you're doing a play and he's like oh we can all do it oh they do it no it's in the town that's why he needs a permission set. oh is that what it is yeah because right. he has got to leave campus to do the play oh all right um but he forges it because there are girls in it yeah Well, oh, god forbid you touch a girl yeah um they were supposed to write poems um over the weekend for homework and then they're going to read their poems aloud in class but uh oh ethan hawk didn't write a poem even though we watched him in a montage, uh, just writing stress, a poem, right? Just constantly, just stressed the whole time. He's just like ah, and he's crumpling up paper. Shows up to class. He goes, "I didn't do it." Robin Williams makes him up on his feet, and he has to improvise a poem. Uh, Sweaty tooth maniac, he says. Sweaty tooth maniac, and. Choking me and Makes him do a, a barbaric which, yelp Which, you know, the kid starts uh, improv and about sweaty tooth maniacs choking him Maybe That's you sit help, down man. and talk to him That's a cry for help What's happening at home? Let's go down to the school psychiatrist That's yeah, where we gotta we go gotta, We gotta delve deeper Yeah, sometimes poetry is uh, Like, to, not in just nonsense words Today, uh, DCF would have been called on the family For sure Yeah, right? Um... Knox gets invited to a party at the boyfriend's house. Seems strange. Yeah, seems weird. That's going to start coming into effect in a minute. Uh, Rob, this is where they do. Rob Williams goes. He does the. uh, uh, They walk in a circle in the courtyard. Yeah, and he baws like a sheep, which I also I just I I hated that. I don't like anytime Rob Williams does like a Rob Rob Williams Williams, thing because he's so good otherwise. Yeah, it's it's it seems like uh those were like the point when they say, "All right, we got what we need. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do the thing." He's like in a weird transition time because he does what's good Good Morning Vietnams before this, right? Oh man, such a good movie. And he he's kind of more Robin Williamsy in that. But its still oh he definitely is but he's I mean that's the whole DJ thing yeah but it's still a, a more serious movie than he was used to doing at that point probably and then yeah, he agree. hasn't quite made the transition what over to that, uh, world according to Gop. I don't think I've ever seen that and uh, I do believe it has a New England connection uh I've never seen it as well uh, but I think it's more I think it's a drama. I think so. I know that there's a scene where somebody gets a dick bit during a blowjob in oh. a car with a car accident. Well, we know we we better hope that has a New England connection because <laughs> I got a personal tale. Um, Hot damn, dude! This this part uh, this made me sad. Hey, it's Todd's birthday. Oh uh, yeah, right. And his parents sent him the same desk set they got him last year. Uh, but then Neil, who's uh, Neil, works him through it. I he, like it, dude. Neil's the best. He is. He's very great good guy. In this. Great guy. Helps him chuck it off the roof. There so he is says, a. Don't, uh, don't worry about it. You'll get another one next year. There is a reading to this movie that I don't think it's like a reading. What do no, you mean? Like, but like, you could watch this movie and like, uh, Neil, like it, it, this is like an allegory for like uh, coming to terms with your sexuality and and coming to grips with. Uh, who you are as a person and stuff like that. It's not, like, overtly right. said, but, like, you... That's, like, a... Uh, Neil is that, like... He's the best character in this film. Yeah, I agree. He's got the most interesting arc. He goes through the biggest change. He takes the biggest Truly. risks. Um, but they don't, like, lean into it at all. Like, There's not, like, a... There's not really, like, any kind of, like, homosexual, like, overtones to any of the kids' relationships. And I don't know if that's, like, a missed opportunity or, like, something to explore, but. Um, Do you think that if this film was made now that they would? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Because right? um, I, I also think they probably would have been less afraid to talk about that stuff. Oh, I think absolutely. they would. Um, well, so what was it? 89, right? 89. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Rob Halford at Judas Priest still didn't talk about it back then. Yeah. So in, 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 and if Rob Halford can't talk about it, who can you know, we needed him. We needed you, Rob Halford. We yeah, I mean, he's to... still here. Oh, OK. Never mind. And he's very open about it now. A little too open. I wouldn't well, hey, I, I, don't what I don't know what yeah, that means. I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care for what you just said. I don't care for what you just said. Hey, let live your own life is what I'm saying. Yeah. Live your own life. <laughs> I am living my own life. I'm saying that you live your own life. Uh, Dalton. Uh, he plays the saxophone. Uh, all these boys look alike, also, which is very confusing. Yeah, they're very white, but they all have the same haircuts, and I keep confusing uh, Nuanda. Yeah, me too. Yeah, with, with uh, the kid that goes to the party with Knox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and uh, Nuanda kid, uh, he brings some. Who uh, is uh, he? Uh, nobody. He retired. He's all, all right. He did like another, maybe another he looks movie. looks so familiar, but yeah, it could I, just be that I'm confusing him with, with the other, the other guy. Yeah. He looks exactly like the other guy. One of the the nail kid, for some reason, I keep thinking, is it the kid from E.T. that I keep thinking he is? Uh, or oh, the kid from E.T. who just, got, who just got popped yeah, for he DUI? Got, hey, it's bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the statistically, if you were an E.T., you're probably going to commit a crime. Yeah. Drew Barrymore got out of the way early. Elliot took a couple extra years. We're coming for you, Robert McNamara. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you made the biggest crime of all, Robert McNaughton. Oh, Robert, yeah, Robert McNamara. He committed, <laughs> he committed some different crimes. <laughs> Robert McNaughton, we're coming for you, and you know what you did. Yeah, Robert McNamara, he lied about the the escalation of uh, troops in Vietnam. Yeah, but didn't we all? Crime. Didn't we all lie a little bit about that? I didn't. Not me. Don't come at me for that. You can't, you got to stop trying to pin Vietnam weren't we on all, me. Weren't we all talking about victory with Anna <laughs> back then? Uh So Dalton, he's changed his name to Nwanda. He's putting lipstick on his face and he's a Indian warrior or some shit. He brings some women to the cave and the guys are like, yeah, 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 girls. Yeah. Except for, uh, Oh, no, wait, that part comes next. Now we have uh, easily the most problematic scene in the entire movie. Uh, Knox Overstreet, he goes to, I think, arguably the lamest party that's ever existed to chase a girl who does not give one shit about him. Doesn't know him. Met him at a dinner party one time. Yeah. D- d- and barely met him. She answered the fucking door at a boyfriend's house. Yeah. And then they ate dinner and then he went home. But he's just in love with her and he won't leave her alone. She has blonde hair. Oh, my God. Uh, He goes in. It's him in like a fucking suit and tie like a dork. And then everybody else is on the football team. They're all wearing Leatherman Leatherman jackets. And two guys think that he's leatherman Mutt. Man jackets. Leatherman, yeah, better. dude, way better. Uh, two guys think he's Mutt's brother, and he doesn't know yeah. who the fuck Mutt is. None of us do. And they keep toasting. Apparently, it. a very cool guy with Claire whiskey. Seemed like a good dude. Yeah, he gets drunk because he keep. They can't. The guys keep making him toast to his brother Mutt, who does not exist, uh, or he exists. He's just not, he's his, just brother. not his brother. Um And so he's just, like, he's lost in this party. All he wants to do is, like, hang out with this girl who has a boyfriend. And it's at his house, right? Yep. It's the boyfriend's house. Yeah, but he's just like, no, no, no. Robin Williams told me to carpe diem, seize the day. Which seems like bad advice. He ends up on. I said seize the day, not seize the girl. Dude. He ends up on a couch that he has no business trying to sit on because there's two people ferociously making out. And then he squeezes in next to them and doesn't even notice the sleeping girl on the couch who happens to be his giant crush. So Sli- she, Who's sleeping. Sleeping. She's passed out on the couch. She's asleep. He, like, slides in and just happens to, like, her head lands in his lap. And he's like, oh, boy. Yeah. And so she's asleep in his lap. Accidentally, I don't think he intended for that to happen. I think he was just overwhelmed, sat down, and then fell into this situation where the girl of his dreams is passed out in his lap and he goes Uh let me just uh check his my notes here. Is, yep. Sexually uh, yep. assaults He says out loud uh Carpe Diem and then leans down and gives her a big old smooch on the head and uh that is not what carpe diem means. <laughs> it is not. Bro he, uh, I uh, think that's more, uh, caveat emptor, let the buyer be with. Yes. <laughs> what follows is perhaps the most justified ass kicking in the history yeah, of cinema. And he should have got his ass kicked more. And she's all like, no, leave him alone. No, you're going to kill him. him. No. Yeah, good. He just disrespected you. No, they're like, "Hey, dude, mutt. He's over kissing your sleeping girlfriend." What is going on? This dude. If we didn't catch him right then, what's going to happen? What would have happened? Wild. It's not like he was going to stop. And then he goes. Then and then uh, Chet goes. The next time I see you, you die. Which very understandable. Good. Good. You just saved a number of young ladies a lot yeah, of trauma yeah you should be dead right now oh Knox I couldn't believe this more when like Knox under street you know what I'm saying um I like think buried s- under the street oh yeah, yeah yeah okay. All right. yep all right <laughs> it was a play on his name yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um Knox him out under the street damn now I'm in right uh, I had to put his middle name in there I couldn't believe what I was watching as this happened yeah it's uh not cool, Knox. Not great. Not great. Good job, Knox. Uh, back in the cave, uh, Nuwanda Dalton uh, lets everybody know that he, because uh, he's part of the school newspaper and he snuck in an article in the name of the Dead Poets Society saying that women should be admitted to Welton. So they don't have to beat off. Yes, yeah, so they don't just have to like jerk off and uh, presumably there's got to be some shower rape. I um, don't, I it, mean, that could be some consensual shower play as sure, well. Sure, and, and that's just young boys having a nice hey, time. Hey, it's going to happen. You um, get a couple dudes together soaped up. Whatever. But apparently this is the- uh, You get one of the teachers uh wanders in drunk after a party over at Knox Overstreet's parents' house. You think a teacher is going to that party? <sighs> I think there's probably at least they had to get the booze somewhere. Fair. All right. Um... Yeah, I don't know what the drinking age would have been. Then. I would think uh, eighteen, if it was. Yeah, if, so was there a drinking age back then? I don't know. Probably, we're of such a puritanical country. Um, but anyway, this 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 op ed that uh, says that girls should be admitted to Welton is uh, apparently the biggest scandal that's ever hit this fucking stupid school. It's such a stupid school. Cause they call. <laughs> How do I want to know who wrote this? Uh, everybody's expelled. Who is you're this dead the poet society? Down. And who says that girls should be here? Girls are gross. They have cooties. Girls should not be here. Those girls will get you pregnant. <laughs> you won't become doctors if you're pregnant. This is a school full of juniors where the boys have the babies. <laughs> Uh, they have the most serious assembly of all time, and then this fucking Dalton Nuwanda motherfucker—he just can't keep it under control. Yeah, this guy. How did he get the phone to ring? He's a real Robin Williams in that he's always doing bits. Insane. He pulls a phone prank and uh, makes a phone ring, and then pulls an entire phone receiver out of his coat and goes, "Uh oh, hey, it's God." He says, "We should have girls at Welton." And then he's taken into the uh, headmaster's office, and then he just gets the fucking shit paddled yeah. out of his ass. I mean, that right there ended with with you know a little bit of uh, a little whistling. No, with the headmaster jerking off. Oh, you don't you don't get into paddle play like that without without a payoff. Yikes! Well. He's got holes drilled in the paddle. Does that make it? Oh, it makes. What sense. is he? O'Banion from fucking Dazed and Confused. <laughs> does that make it more aerodynamic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does. That you've a, seen Dazed and Confused, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. And, uh, oh, God, man. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't like it. I have no nostalgia for that time period. I wasn't born. I don't care about it. The All late seventies. Right. It also had like it had it was one of those movies that when I was in high school, people were like, Yeah, this is what high school's like. And I was like, This is not what high school is like. That's what high school was like. Yeah, well, not for me. And uh We already covered the no friends thing. Bro. Hey, look, I had friends, they just d- didn't Did, exist. They just I, um, they lived at Niagara Falls. You didn't know them, they went to a different school. <laughs> um Yeah, so he paddles his butt. Paddles him makes him count it out paddles him makes him count out the strokes paddles he wants to know who the dead poet society is I'll tell you this about Nuwanda. tough character no snitching baby that's not what he's in it for he goes down he takes the fucking beating like a man then he walks back down the hallway and uh, Nail's like yeah my bum bum what'd you tell him hey hey Dalton what'd you tell him I told you Nail it's Nwanda and then they share a smile yeah, he shuts the door and Probably goes in and cries, fucking cries. Oh ice's God. his asshole. Uh, uh, Williams, uh, Ron Williams, and uh, the headmaster Nolan. They have a, uh, they have another very explicit dangers of conformity versus free thinking conversation. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh and they're talking about. Uh, uh, Ron Williams says, uh, "Yeah, when I said you got to suck the marrow out of the bone of life, I didn't mean to choke on the bone, which is very loaded. Choking on the choking on bones, sucking, sucking sex. marrow. Uh anyway, hey, Kurtwood Smith shows back up and uh, not happy, not happy. But I just I just want to reiterate again how good he is in this movie. He's a great actor. Uh, but he is a real fucking." Real sack of shit. Uh, he he's mad that his son is in a play. He would have, uh, which I which I get. Yeah, hey, no son of mine, right? That's what the Phil Collins song was about, I believe. And uh, Neil's like, uh, I got straight A's. I'm doing all my yeah, work. I'm doing everything, Dad, I and just, I don't this... I just wanted to do the play. Just, he already made him quit the, the paper, right? Yep. Um. So he's just like, you got to quit the play. You're making a fool of me and your mother, and I don't know. This guy sucks. So Neil goes to see Keating, Ron Williams, uh, and he goes. He's he goes. I'm afraid to. He's afraid to confront his dad. Ron Williams gives him this great pep talk about how he's got to talk to his dad before the play opens tomorrow night. Um, and then uh, I guess he he does or he doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't, but he says that he does. Okay, is that what happens? Yeah, because his dad's gonna be out of town. And, he's, and his dad's not coming to the play. He's like, he's out of town for four days. He can't make the play. But I think he's going to let me keep acting as long as I keep the grades up. Okay. So, yeah. So Robin com- Williams knows. He's like, nah. he, at first, he thinks that he's telling the truth. But something in the way that he's reacting. All right. He okay. gives a look. I was, like, I was nah. confused in this. Uh, this is the first time I've seen it. Maybe it'd be. Uh, it, 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 I felt so bad for Neil uh i grew up i did theater in high school my parents couldn't have been more encouraging i actually wish they had been less encouraging uh, you should be encouraging yeah of course yeah let your kids do whatever the fuck they want well uh, maybe not whatever the fuck they want but but like uh, this is like i also i always love uh monologues and movies where like actors who are good actors have to like give like speeches about how stupid acting is yeah that's just like that's just always fun like, you shouldn't be doing this acting. It's stupid, and it's never going to result in a career, a success. As I'm in a movie so You're never going to be the villain in RoboCop. You're going to be a doctor. You'll be a doctor, you idiot. If uh, if it was Eric Foreman he was talking to, he would have talked about putting his foot in his ass. Yeah. And I think this movie could have used a little bit more foots and asses. Uh, There's plenty of ass play in this film. What? No, I know what you meant. Um... Uh, Josh uh, Char- uh, Knox Street goes to uh, Dude, this fucking kid cannot take no He can't He goes to And they let it pay off, which they shouldn't They shouldn't nope. be like, no, I'm calling the police No, nope. he goes to the girl's school With flowers and a poem She goes, I don't want yeah. your flowers and he's like, no, let me embarrass you in front of everybody And then he goes into the class And he reads the poem aloud in front of the class Like, like a real bad of shit Real psychopath Should have been dragged out of that fucking room. Wild behavior. Um, Neil, this is when Neil tells Keating that he talked to his dad, and his dad's gonna let him do the play, which I guess is not a lie. It's a lie. Okay, it's explicitly a lie. It's explicitly a lie. Okay, because he told him that he had to quit acting. He didn't want him doing it. He said, "You're gonna be a doctor," or he says that later too. Um, The gang—they're all getting ready to go to the play, Uh, but this girl, Chris, shows up at his school. And he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to get us in trouble if you're here. And she's like, fuck you, fuck you. Idiot. You came to my school, moron. You dipshit. You're infuriating, she tells him. Um, uh, and then she, she's like, but come with me She anyways. yells at him, tells him to leave her alone, and then goes to play with her anyway. Yeah. Uh, during the play, uh, which, uh, I'll be honest with you, this play looks like a really sucked ass. It's a Shakespeare one, right? Where yeah, is it's it? t- uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. Not my favorite Shakespeare play. Nails great in it though. He really, it's fine, he's, but like it just looks very amateurish. And, well, it uh, is. It's just you know. Uh, Anytime you got to stick twigs in your arms, it's true. Sweet crown though. Um, yeah, it's good. Good crown. Uh, Kurtwood Smith shows up in the back of a the theater while Neil's uh not happy doing, again. Not happy? N- no, it hurt you to crack a smile. Your kid's on stage killing. Hey, you can't just be proud of your son for one fucking moment. He's killing. Everybody's loving his performance. You jerk. Um, he uh, Neil uh, they do the curtain call and all this stuff. And uh, everybody loves it. Standing ovations. Place is going fucking wild. And Nail, Nail wild. actually does his uh, ending monologue, like staring right at his father. And people love... And then when, as soon as he's done, fucking people are on their feet cheering, You can't screaming. get enough. You're, you're not moved by this a little bit, you dickhead. They're all like, Neil, you're the bomb. Neil, Fuck. Neil, 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 Neil. You're a doctor of acting. Uh, but, uh, boy... Man, this joy is short-lived because Kurt Very short goes uh, Immediately, I need, I need to see my son I need to see my son, get him now Neil comes out uh, He tells him to get in the car uh, Keating comes up and he goes uh, Neil, you were so good You're and a natural He goes, get in the car And then he goes to Robin Williams Stay away from my son Stay away from him um, Fair, also fair Not fair Oh, okay, yeah, no, bad Bad, bad, bad <laughs> I know it's confusing. Uh, I don't know, do I like Kurt with Smith? Uh, yeah, I think I'm on his side. He's just very convincing. I'm uh, just scared of him. Yeah, uh, they're terrified. Dude, he's a scary guy. I'd fucking knock him right out, dude. Don't, dude. He would fucking robocop One you. Fucking You'd be punch, fucking dude. dead. He'd drop you an acid. You'd be gone. There's no chance. Kurtwood Smith would fucking murder you with a you glance. Kurtwood Smith could take me? If you went upstairs right now to open the refrigerator and he told you to shut the fridge and put it back, you would go, ah, and you'd come back down here shaking. If I went upstairs and Kurtwood Smith was in my fucking house, I would call the police. No, you wouldn't. He'd and have him removed. You would pick up the phone and he would tell you to put the phone down and you would do it. You would fucking acquiesce to anything he says. You know what? I I bet he's actually a pretty nice guy. He seems like in a real swell fella. Right? Yeah, I bet he's a Sweetheart. sweetheart. Um, hey, shout out, Kurtwood Smith. If Kurt you'd love Smith, to come, dude, on podcast, come on the podcast, we'd love man. to have you. We'll fly you out. No, we won't. you have already done To Die For. We loved you in that. You were great. We're you, doing this. You know what? little yeah. underused. I think you could have been in To Die For a little bit more. I think you could uh, be in the sequel to Die For again. I think you could be in debtor Poet Society. I think you could kill any poet except for me. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think you could build him. I, um... Well that's that's your thoughts on it. Kill Bill Volume 2. Oh, fucking great movie, horrible title. <laughs> It is a oh yeah that probably was tough for you yeah I didn't like it I fucking had a hot enough time with the first one you went up to the you went up to, the you went up to the ticket sales and goes hi can I have a one movie for kill myself yes oh, good boy uh, boys. uh anyway Kurt Smith is pulling uh, Neil out of uh, Welton and he's gonna go to military school so that he can be a doctor and. Uh, Neil's like, no, like, I don't. Why want wouldn't you to? send him to doctor school to be a doctor? Oh, please, Dad, I don't want to. That's like, is 12... he going to be a military doctor? I don't get that. He just get and uh, Kurtwood Smith gives this fucking like, you have opportunities I didn't have. You're going to be a fucking doctor and you're going to shut up. And it really seems like the mother wants to be like, listen, let him do, let him fuck. She's on the verge of tears. Yeah, yeah, she loves her boy. She's, she's chain smoking. She, she's obviously scared because Kurt would smith abuses her for sure yeah yeah certainly but that was the time back then women weren't allowed to vote uh that's not true and um well at some point they weren't allowed to vote no but by this point they definitely could vote well they were legally allowed to but if the husband didn't want them to they couldn't oh sure i mean if the husband doesn't want a woman to vote now i think he's got ways of stopping her from voting none of them good but he could do it (laughs) none of them legal probably um Unless, you know, it's in that gray area where nobody understands the law. So so Neil is spending the night at his parents' house. And uh, this is, the movie slows down a little bit here, and we kind of go into... I I spoiled this for you before. Yeah, happened. you texted me. I didn't realize like, it was your first time. You, may, you also texted me You go, like, pretty cool suicide in that film, which is not a text you want to receive. No suicide yeah. is good, Bill. And if you're looking... I believe... If you're out there and you need help, um. Just Google. Oh, there is the a number. number. There is a number, and you get should that call number. It. Get it. And hey, call in all it. seriousness, it's, call the it's number. It's not a laughing matter. I don't but know, It's probably one eight hundred You did initiate. You did initiate the conversation when I spoil it for you. Yeah, I was like, this movie is full of dead poets, and you were like, yeah, and also one of them is going to kill himself. No, I think I something said. Like I think my text to you was, "These dead poet society kids are a bunch of fucking doors." Oh yeah, that was it. And then you were like, yeah, and then one of them kills himself. And I was like, yikes, okay. It was something like that. Um. So anyway, he does this thing where he opens all the windows in his bedroom and he puts his crown on. It said, uh, these dead poet kids are fucking nerds. Oh, yeah, that's what it said. And it's I said, great suicide in that flick. And you said, spoilers, you fuck. Yeah, well. Like you couldn't be like, hey, I didn't know it was your first time. I thought you were... Always assume it's my first time. I do now. Uh, He's got no clothes on? Is he completely naked? No, I think he's got box pants on. on. He strips down and opens the windows. And yeah, has... he wears the crown, too, right? Yeah, but play. he takes the crown off because the crown's sitting on his windowsill. All right. Then he goes downstairs to his dad's desk. He unlocks the desk, takes out his dad's gun. And then the dad wakes up with a start because he heard something. Yeah, you don't hear the gun. No, in you, the movie, right? You don't hear a sound. You uh, nothing really. You hear like a thud. Just him waking, and up. then he's like, oh, oh, "What was oh, that oh, noise? Oh, what was that? That was bad." And then the wife's like, "Oh, what? What was it?" And then he goes down, and then he goes into, it goes into. He finds the body in his office. Yeah, he walks in. And he smells the the gunpowder. Yeah, it goes. And into, you see the smoke rising from behind the. Goes into slow motion. It's uh he goes it's rough he you know he plays this grief great and my son my the son mother too. Uh man that's rough stuff. And then he's telling her to shut up. <laughs> like she's losing it. Like, yeah, oh, he's like he's, he's alive. okay. He's, he's fine. okay. He's fine and he's going no you idiot stop he's it. dead he's Well, definitely... he doesn't call her an idiot but he tells her shut up it's implied. He says stop it. Uh then we cut back to Welton. Uh, they tell Ethan Hawke he runs outside in the snow and he has a fucking breakdown. He's like the father did it. He wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Neil wouldn't do that. His father yeah. killed him. Um, Which, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean, I think uh, uh, he didn't pull the trigger, but right, he put the gun in his hand. Sure. Or put the gun in the desk and let him know where the key was. Yeah, and was also like you should probably kill yourself. He, well, I, um, he was like, you know. It's uh, it's tough, man. This part of the movie is uh, it that is an effective uh chunk of uh stuff, especially because it's just it it could it's this I don't know it's this allegory of being accepting who you are and the pressures you have from your family and all that shit. It's uh, powerful. It is. It is. Uh, no question. And um, also, Nail was the best character in the, the best film. character, and, and the movie takes a turn because he's no longer in the film. Yes. Uh they're at the funeral at the school the boys are all singing and crying they're all sad cuz their buddy is dead uh and then I get it the sad. headmaster uh goes at the request of Neil's family I intend to conduct a thorough inquiry into this matter Yeah well, uh, For, uh, what what dude it, you- the fucking police, call the police, man. That's their. What's what? Yeah, and inquire. also, uh, he killed uh, Neil himself. doesn't go here anymore. He was. This is the military school should be looking into this. Yeah, bro, dude. Also, he killed himself at his home with yeah. his dad's gun. Yeah, uh, inquiry close. His dad's. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean we got it? We did it. We did the research. It's the dad. That's the fucking problem. Now what? where do I send the bill for my sleuthing? Yeah, dude, trying to get that refund from the military school for that fucking tuition, but. uh uh, what the fuck, man! I don't. What what inquiry do you have to look into? Well, somebody gave him the idea that he should do a play to do, to do fucking Shakespeare. Probably Idiot. you idiots. The fucking you've been teaching Shakespeare here for fucking four hundred years. Yeah, it's not like Shakespeare's new. It feels like a real pass the buck moment. They're just like, oh, He was interested in William Shakespeare. Oh, you mean the greatest living? Playwright? Call the police! Oh my god. I mean, I take offense to the greatest living playwright thing oh yeah first of all he, he was wasn't living not even alive and second of all but you know stephen what king is not a playwright first he's living he's a playwright what place has stephen king written the girl who loved tom gordon all right sh- shut up cujo that is cujo is not a play that's a is screenplay screen? oh it's not oh. a play we're talking theatrical performance for the live on stage Bill, don't come at me. I got a degree in theater, and I'll fucking crumple it up and it shove it in your fucking throat. How does somebody that's never seen a film have a degree in theater? Because a uh, the, uh, theater is about uh, uh, being on stage, Movie neuron, theater? Dickhead. It's a movie theater. You're a movie theater. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh-oh, watch you out. Know what? Degree denied. Uh, all of these kids, they're going one on uh, one by one. They gotta have an interview with uh Hey, what's a film school cost? Dude, I don't know, seventeen dollars. They gotta <laughs> go They gotta go uh talk to Nolan one on one and uh fucking redheaded bitch Cameron. Oh man, you knew it from the beginning. He thinks like a fucking skunk. Piece of shit. He comes back in, they're all fucking like trying to figure what to do, and he's like, Fuck you guys. I fuck Keating. Fuck Keating. He told us to think for ourselves and be people yeah and no that was way. stupid man it was wrong we should be fucking gross it's stupid, his dumb fault dead uh and then there's like a fucking uh oh no dalton uh nuanda nuanda um calls him a fink and then he pops this kid right in the fucking face just knocks him down. His fucking face explodes. He's got blood fucking running from his like nose. Because like you just sign your own expulsion papers. And he's also like, I don't give a shit. I've been trying to get expelled, yeah, moron. Fuck you. Uh, he goes down. He's expelled immediately because he is not flipping. Uh, one by one they each get called in, and then, uh, um, what the hell's his name? Todd Anderson. Ethan Hawk goes down, and his parents are in the room. Uh, and the headmaster explains that uh, Neil killed himself because uh, Keating uh, wasn't following the curriculum. Yeah. Seems like a real stretch. Yikes, dude. All right. Maybe. Maybe. But probably not. Probably because, you know, uh, all kinds of repressed issues and emotional stuntedness from growing up with Kurtwood Smith as your father. Oh, yeah. um, he doesn't want to sign. The parents make him sign. They go back to English class. Everybody's sad because Keating has been fired. And that old man, Nolan, the, the headmaster, he's going to teach the rest of the semester. Yay! They uh, and he go and he's like, "Oh, now we're going to read the thing that got ripped out. Yeah. Use my book." Oh, uh, but before that, we get the scene of the Latin teacher—that the one that had come in earlier. Yeah, and, and uh, he's outside. His kids are—they're conjugating uh, Latin verbs and stuff uh, outside. This this free thinking is a disease. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We gotta we got a pox and it's spreading and it's called mixing it up. It's called <laughs> cool substitute teacher energy. Yeah, so it's and he waves obviously up to Robin be like, I don't know, man. I'll try it. And he waves and they wave goodbye. And then they go back into the final scene where Nolan is now going to teach the class. Keating knocks on the door. He's just here to collect his personals. Uh, it seems like we probably could have done that yeah. at a different time. Yeah, it's almost like you know to come after class. Yeah. You know when the classes are. Just because you have got fired, they didn't all of a sudden switch the schedule <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, I think they probably cover that like, first day. So if we do fire you, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to come in and get your stuff, don't do it during class. Yeah, you're going to disrupt the kids, and you're going to make them all upset. Well, anyway, he goes in the back office. He gets his couple of things, throws them in a box. and he's Yeah, not much out. because he really picked up shit quick. Fucking Cameron, that little bitch. He's explaining that uh, they ripped the introductions out of the books. And uh, and uh, Nolan just go start reading. Take my book. Read this wonderful essay about grids and scoring poetry and shit. And then as Rob Williams is heading to the back of the classroom. Ethan Hawk, uh stands up. Well, his- he tells him that they made him sign it. And oh, yeah. he's all- like, oh, he's yeah. like, no, I didn't, I didn't mean to sign it. They said I would get. And he goes, yeah, I know, idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking kid. I'm not mad. Jesus, I was gonna get fired whether you signed it or not. I <laughs> yeah. was gonna get fired. So yeah, it's cool, dude. And then Ethan Hawke stands up on this desk and he goes, oh, captain, my captain. Yeah. And then one by one, everybody in the dead poses, No, Yeah, in the dead the poets. The dead poets. And then a couple of other kids pop yeah, up, just too. just like. They're just like. And then. How just, brave do you have to be to be the last kid to do it? Well, probably like six or seven kids that just were like, uh, "Uh, I don't know what's going on. And they're just fucking noses in their books. They don't get up. And then uh, he says, thank you, boys. And we fade to black. That's the end of the Much movie. Much like life fades to black. Much like life fades to black. And we're all dead poets inside. Uh and uh Yeah, that is That's dead poet society. That is it. Um Yeah, so this is the first time I'd seen this. Did you when did you see this movie? I think I uh, I mean I've seen it probably 30 years ago? I don't know if I saw it in the theater. So you saw it when it came out, though? Uh, pretty recent, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it uh, multiple times over the years. Every time it like shows up on cable, if yeah. I'm flipping by, I'll... I... <sighs> it really seems like you're uh, looking for the words. Yeah, I'm trying to put this as poetically as possible. In a dead way. I didn't like this movie. Yeah. I sensed that. Oh captain, my captain, this ship sunk. And <laughs> I I don't know, maybe it's just because I had expectations of this movie. It's like I think the suicide's what got you. No, that's the part that I liked. Jesus Christ. But that is the I that, I think he's the best part of this movie and I'm surprised that he didn't get nominated for Best Sporting Actor I think he does a great job I agree I think it's like a career highlight for that kid Um, and he's just he's Robert Sean Leonard is the best part of this movie he's like the emotional like through line but I think Robin Williams needed to tone down a little bit of the Robin Williams I don't know if he just wasn't I don't know but I also think it's like some of the shit in this movie is so heavy handed with the fucking conformity versus three free thinking. And yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. But yeah, they hammer it home a yeah, lot. I just I don't know. I also like I'm like, uh, it's in my nature to fucking hate prep school. Yeah. So it's like it's hard for me to be like. Yeah, these kids. Fuck all of them. They're gonna be free thinkers, and they're gonna form Enron and fucking, <laughs> fucking, free destroy the their, economy. Free think their ways into new ways to fuck over the poor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I'm I I can't call it. It's not a boondock saints too. That's insane. But I think this is a boondock saints for me. I mean, I I agree with that. Oh, I see, I see it. Yeah. All right. Okay, that was surprising. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was going to have to put up a big old fight. No, no. Hey, yeah. dude. You're, Turns out the, you missed the lesson point, of the film. My point is you are Maybe a you should use... Thinker. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're you right. You are a free thinker, and you're a, allowed to feel like that. You're goddamn right I am. I was surprised that it was the, your first time seeing it. Uh, I th- I mean, I think it's a good movie, but I, I agree with a lot of your sentiment on yeah. it. I just don't know... Uh... I am really excited to talk about Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting at some point though. Yeah, I mean that seems like the so culmination of the work that. that he's starting here. Yeah. Like have you ever seen Awakenings um with him and uh, Robert De Niro? No, I don't think I have. Uh, maybe I have. No, I'm thinking of the Dream Team. No, I don't Awakenings think is with uh the comatose patients no, I, I, I've seen parts of it, I think. Ah, uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. But it's uh, one of those serious... Uh... Yeah, I mean, he goes on a run. He goes, what's he got? The Fisher King and the World of Oh, the of Fisher Guard. King, right? Is that, uh, is that Harvard? No. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of... Joe Pesci, Joe right? Pesci and Senna... of a Woman. Did, didn't he do a... A Harvard movie Yeah Good Will Hunting That's MIT And Harvard Dickhead A Harvard bar Oh yeah That's right uh, I thought he did Another one No What's Fisher know. King Is that in New York Uh, I don't know I think he's like A homeless guy Yeah now. But, it, like, he goes, he's, like, transition out of, like, he's, like, the stand-up fucking mork from Yeah, War. Awakenings was 1990, so um, when he was in, uh... This is, like, the first, like, peak, because he gets his first Academy Award nomination for this movie. Yeah. And then he finally wins for Good Will Hunting, and Good Will Hunting, like, he strips out all of the Robin Williams fucking, uh, yeah. oh, oh, all that stuff. It, I mean, he does it in other movies. Yeah. Like, and, and in other movies, it's, like, it works, and it's, like... But in this, it's just like a little too much. Uh, there's parts where, yeah. Um, but I would love to see the and I the also think outtakes like, of it and see which what other fucking. I have a hard time thinking he's not the main character of this movie. So why is he? I don't know. It's just not. It, this is not a Robin Williams movie to me. So much as it, it is a uh, Ethan Hawke, Robert Sean Leonard. It's the kids. The the fucking yeah, absolutely the kids. He's he's the supporting actor in this movie. Um, I agree. So I, yeah, I think uh, I Robert sean and Leonard. He's so good in this he's movie; he's fantastic. Um, and and it's it's uh, man, that suicide is powerful. Yeah, dude, that's rough stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh I think it's uh, I think it's definitely worth watching if you've never seen it. Um, if you love this movie, uh, let us know. Balconyboysshow@gmail.com. Let us know, guys. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, Balcony sure Show, Instagram. Show. Review up there. Uh, this is one that people. Uh, when we when we started talking about doing the podcast, we threw threw it out. And Dead Poets Society is one that came up a bunch. Um, I think people really connect with this movie. I think I watched it too late in life. I think if I watched this when I was seventeen, um, it would have hit me way harder. Oh uh, yeah, uh, p- but shit, back when you're seventeen. Yeah, but now I'm like cold and dead inside, so yeah. nothing really gets to me except yeah. for like Finding Nemo and shit. Um, yeah, just keep swimming, buddy. <laughs> just keeps that's Finding Dory, by the way. No, she says it in Finding Nemo. Does she? Yeah. To who? To Nemo. Oh. Well, oh, no, not Nemo. To her, his father. Just keep, right. They're looking for Nemo. Yeah. No. Just keep swimming. Is in Finding Dory. She says it in Finding Nemo first. Finding Dory. I don't want to fucking have a fist fight right now about <laughs> fucking, fucking Finding Nemo it, versus Finding Dory, but baby. Finding Nemo was first, and she says just keep swimming in Finding Nemo. All right, let's watch it right now and find out. All right, that's. All uh, right. It turns out Bill was correct. That's I, Sydney is in New England. Sydney, Australia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's just New right Australia? Outside. It's right outside Pawtucket. Dude. Uh, yeah. Dead so, Society. Society. Uh, what are we coming up? What do we got next, though? Uh, next week's baby. Uh, it's not O'Doyle rules. It's Ciderhouse rules. Oh, man. I'm excited. Have you ever seen the Cider House no, rules? No. I've been wanting to watch oh. it for a while, but I oh. never have. Oh, weird. I thought you watched movies. But not this one. <laughs> why do you, Why did you unplug my headphones? <laughs> Probably because you were being a dick. Two seconds from the end of the we're ending the episode. All of a sudden you start playing with the fucking chords. Come on, man. I'm trying to get my headphone back. Uh, is your headphone off? Once we get that Patreon going, I'm gonna get you a pair of headphones at work. I gotta tell you, man, your voice isn't good enough for headphones. Oh, that's hurtful. It is. I just wanted to make you cry. I'm so tired, I'm gonna cry anyway. I'm excited for Side House Rules, though. That's uh Toby Maguire? Toby Maguire. Holy shit. It's twelve fifteen AM. Dude, you gotta get the fuck out of my house then. Uh, Toby Maguire, Michael Kane the Cider House Rules. We're gonna watch it. You're gonna listen to us talk about it. Hopefully. Yeah, please. Jeez. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, all that bullshit. Uh, and uh hey guys. Cop AD motherfuckers. No, 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 no. Don't seize the day. Just leave it alone. Hands off the day, bro. Yeah, dude, leave it alone. Uh, get consent before you oh, start. Get all knocks over street you know I mean? us. Get permission, you fucking psychos. It's a different time. Yeah, it's a different time. You gotta consent the day. All right, bye. Oh, consent the day? I don't know. I didn't mean to knock the headphones off, dude. He <laughs> said it was all sudden, It was like, what? Oh, 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 Mine going. was popping in and out for like the last five minutes. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just... Just fix it. Nope, I guess I won't. No, you fucking won't. Sean's mad again. I'm always mad.